The Gospel lesson is from the book of John, chapter 1, verses 14 through 17. Please rise for the reading of the Gospel. And the Word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he whom I send. He who comes after me ranks ahead of me, because he was before me. From his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. You may be seated. August. Well, there we are. We're right in it now. No turning back. <laughs> We're entering August. And here we are, friends, in the midst of a new sermon series. And I hope you figured out we're at the movies this month. And I'm about to show you in just a moment a clip of a movie. But I'm curious, has anybody seen Encanto? Do you know that movie? Some of you do. Some of you I'm going to be showing it for the first time. All right. I'm glad to be showing you things occasionally that you've never seen. But I want to ask you this question before I tell you anything about it. Have you ever experienced pressure before? You know anything about being under pressure? What causes you pressure? Bills. What else? Work, what else? Uncertainty. Uncertainty, absolutely. What else? Just life, the whole thing. <laughs> Wrap it up. CD the CD player. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes, it does. What else? Worries. They cause some pressure. Children. Teenagers. Let's be more specific. The teenagers, sure they do. <laughs> yeah. Aging parents cause some, some pressure. All right. Okay. Health issues cause some pressure. There's a whole bunch of things that are going to cause some pressure. We're going to talk in a little bit about grace, not under pressure. You've heard that before. Jeremy, did you want to add? What causes pressure? Building pressure. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to talk in a minute not just about grace under pressure, but grace after pressure. 
because we've all experienced. I didn't, when I asked that question, I didn't see anybody say, no, <laughs> I've never experienced pressure. Tell me a little bit about what that's like. <laughs> but what it's like to receive grace after we've known and experienced pressure. Because we're promised grace after we each know something about pressure. Because pressure will continue. I'm sorry. I told you I wish I had that magic wand. <laughs> I still wish for it. But I promise you about grace. That thing I can point to. How about if we pray and ask God to point us towards the grace? Let's pray together. Dear God, we thank you for Jesus. The one who gives us grace. Help us to receive his grace. Amen. The theme of this morning's service is grace. And um, I found a praise song called Your Grace is Enough. I'm not really familiar with it. Uh, and you may not be either, so it's okay if you kind of listen along to the verse part and the words, but the chorus is easy, so everybody should be able to sing. It's, your grace is enough, over and over, so I think we can get that. So, um, oh, and at the end, they have a printing of a scripture. It's the end of the Ephesians scripture that Kathy read this morning. So, I knew I had the right song. <laughs> okay, all right.
Amen. Amen. Indeed, God's grace is enough. In the heat of the summer, we turn, friends, to the cool of the movie theaters and looking into the films where we might find the good news in our own lives. You're invited each Friday to join us to see the film ahead of Sundays for a full viewing. I'm just going to show a clip. I'm not showing you a whole film this morning. Next week, The Wizard of Oz, maybe you've seen it before. I'm thinking you might have. A few times, huh? We'll just show you a clip in worship. But this morning, Encanto. Encanto debuted in the fall, last fall. It was in the theaters and also on streaming platforms that you might have. It was an award-winning film, and it debuted as chronicling a family in Colombia. That's why I have my South American stole on today. Get us in the mood here a little bit. There was an armed conflict that forced a young family, Pedro and Alma Madrigal, a young married couple, to flee their home village with triplets, God bless them, Julieta, Peppa, and Bruno, and the father is unfortunately killed, but the candle of the mama magically repels the attackers, and there is a casita, a house that has magical powers. Fifty years later, a whole village thrives under this protection and grants gifts to each of the descendants at the age of five, which they choose to use to serve the whole area. Okay, so there's Peppa, who controls the weather with her mood. Just imagine this for a moment. You can control the weather with your mood. There's the sister, Julieta, who can heal any illness with what she cooks. All right. And then there's Dolores, who can hear everything, even a mile away. Watch what you say. There's Camilo, who can shapeshift and turn himself into anyone or anything. There's Louisa, whose superhuman strength. And there's Issa, who can make flowers bloom out of anything. But the pressure to carry on these gifts is immense. Imagine if you had any one of these gifts. The pressure is incredible. I want to show you a little clip about the pressure to carry it on. Why would anything be wrong? I'm totally fine, the magic's fine, Louisa's fine. I'm totally not nervous. Your eyes doing the thing. I'm the strong one, I'm not nervous. I'm as tough as the crust of the earth is. Okay. I move mountains, I move churches, and I glow cause I know what my worth is. Of course, I mean, hey, where are you going? 
I don't ask how hard the work is. Got a rough and destructible surface. Diamonds and platinum, I find them, I flatten them. I take what I'm handed, I break what's demanded. But under the surface, I feel berserk as a tightrope walker in a three ring circus. Under the surface, was Hercules ever like yo on a lot of fights? Under the surface, I'm pretty sure I'm worthless if I can be of service. A floor crack, the straw in the stack. kind of pressure <laughs> we may not have quite the physical pressure I don't know about you we may not have the dance number <laughs> but we know something about pressure Louisa you picked up real quick she was the strong one superhuman strength inside too and her family expected an incredible amount. She wasn't going to disappoint them. And this became kind of an existential crisis. Will she be worth anything if she can't continue to do this? Let me share those lyrics again. Under the surface, I'm pretty sure I'm worthless if I can't be of service. 
no cracks, no breaks, no mistakes, no pressure. You ever felt like that? <laughs> I think if we're honest, we felt like that once or twice. You ever felt like you have to be who people want you to be? The perfect parent, the perfect spouse, the perfect child, the perfect employee, the perfect Christian, the one who has it all together. And you might just crack under the pressure. Yeah. So many of us go through life trying to just hold it all together. About two years ago, you might recall, the world shut down. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we were required to keep doing whatever it was we were doing before, and then do it differently, many of us, and all of a sudden do the full-time thing we were doing, plus something else. Maybe it was homeschooling or taking care of kids. Maybe it was also taking care of a house in a different way. Whatever it was, there was an additional pressure. Some of us have felt the pressure of being the sandwich generation, taking care of a generation beneath us and a generation above us at the same time. We think we may just crack for all of those who felt like we might. Hear the letter that Paul wrote to the Ephesians. By grace, you have been saved through faith. It was not your own doing. Nothing you did. By the way, nothing you didn't do either. For those of you, those of us who've spent a lot of time worrying how we've measured up, whether we earned our right to belong, this is what God wants us to know. All the points we tried to rack up, the awards that we won, the hours we worked at, or whether we said the right thing or not, that's not the part that mattered. Our worth, our belovedness, our part in God's story, those things were offered to us free. Those parts and our faith, not just our being able to believe, the, the intellectual stuff that Jesus died for us, but accepting the gift that God offers, nothing to prove. We are saved by grace through faith. And what God has made us created in Christ for good works, God already prepared that part for us. Did you hear it? We just walk in. What a good God <laughs> we have. We go on to read in the rest of Ephesians that the way we live our lives in community matters, and the Spirit helps us with that part. Indeed, we receive grace upon grace. That's what the Gospel of John was there to remind us of. Duke professor Kate Buller, who wrote in her new devotion, Good Enough, 
I need to hear that sometimes, good enough, tells this story about her great-grandmother. Her name was Marjorie Bebbington. She was born in England in 1904, a few years ago, and she was tough and she was kind. She was daughter number four in her family, and she tells the story that they'd run out of names by the time they got to daughter number four, and this kind of shaped who she was. She made the meals, and she sewed the clothes, and she was the custodian for a full uh, apartment's worth of people. She wanted to be a painter, except she was kind of mediocre about it. So what she did was she went to a thrift store, one of these secondhand shops, and she bought a painting, made sure she had the perfect paint to go over it, and she painted her own signature over top of the artwork, and she hung it up in her house. And she told everybody that she painted that painting, the one that had been really great that she got from the thrift store, because she felt such pressure to be so incredible. Kate Buller writes, I had it hung in her house. She had it hung in her house until she got old enough to think, wait, she already did incredible things. She didn't also need to be an incredible painter. It had some stories of intense perfectionism, like she had to be everything or nothing at all. Pressure. Boy, do we know it. The sister, Isabella, in the movie, had a gift of making flowers bloom everywhere at will. She could just think about it, and roses popped up. Perfect, beautiful, ladylike. And she had to marry according to what the family wanted. Some of you who know the movie will know this instead of what she wanted. But it turned out sometimes she wanted to make cactuses <laughs> instead of roses. So Sister Mirabelle, the one who had no discernible gifts, she didn't have a gift ceremony that was incredible. Nobody thought that she was as special as the other, was the one who could bring out the cactus in her. Isn't that something? All of them had a gift, even the ones who weren't sure if they did. Maybe we do, too. At the end of Encanto, when the madrigals gather back at their beloved casito, which you'll have to watch, it ends up crumbling to the ground, there's a lesson that it takes the grandmother the whole time to figure out. The miracle is not magic that you get. The miracle is actually you. The Madrigals put together the house, and it takes the whole community to do so. Our miracle, friends, is that we are made in the image of God, that we're loved, that Jesus lived and died and rose again to offer us life abundant. And we couldn't earn it if we tried. All we have is grace, grace after that pressure. 
You know, we often talk about this grace under pressure, the need to act a certain way when it's challenging. When God's grace is provided for us, there's nothing we can do but gratitude and testimony. As we come to the communion table this morning, we come with both hands. Hands to offer God gratitude and to receive the gift of Jesus' presence. To receive the grace, grace we couldn't earn, grace after pressure we've each known, and grace ahead of pressure that we know is coming in the weeks and in the months to come. So come, come in faith, come saved by grace. This, my friends, is the gospel. It's the good news of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. Amen.